gentlemen welcome to another episode of the pnc progression wrestling podcast i'm your host ellie canella alongside the man's always piercing barriers ben pierce ben how are you sure i'm very pissed off as a matter of fact i'm having a good i'm having a good night personally okay but first of all sir you have to bring more venom to this particular introduction because we have some shit to discuss tonight Oh no! I cannot believe what is going on. We we have such a a wide array of good from you know AEW. Thank God for AEW this week because if, <laughs> if, if that company did not exist, I think I might have offed myself as a professional wrestling fan. <laughs> oh no! To completely completely stop watching professional wrestling because. I am just so completely disgusted with the vast majority of what we got going on out here. Oh, no. And <laughs> the WWE world. So, you know what? Strap yourselves in, buddy, because I'm just absolutely just ready to go. If you, if you thought my reaction to SmackDown was something when I was messaging you, oh, buddy boy, buddy boy, do you have something new coming your oh, way this evening? Here we go. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> telling you the truth. <laughs> well, why don't we start with the AEW revolution? Well, and thank God for that, because I have to tell you, I, I loved it. So what do you say we get into this uh, pay-per-view? Yes, the good part of my week, thank God. <laughs> All right, so the first match we had, Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson defeating Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, better known as SoCal Uncensored. Now, I went with Dark Order and uh, you went with Scorpio, with the SCU. Yeah, well, and you know what, I just... 
it makes sense as a Dark Order one. So it's like, don't get, don't get it wrong. I'm not backing off my thing, but um, I just, um, I would, I would have expected some more buffoonery in terms of like distractions and stuff like that from from Dark Order. But in terms of, in terms of character stuff and not completely burying the, the faction, um, this this was the right call. So I have a question. Yeah. What do you think about Cole Cabana? Um, I well, I I actually didn't see the the buy-in, so um. Okay. No, I, but like, I, no, but like he, him showing up and uh, apparently signing signing with AEW. Oh, I I didn't know that. Yeah, he apparently he signed with the company. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not a fan. No, especially after everything with, that happened with like CM Punk and like him getting sued and stuff, I just I thought that was a, like a bullshit move. <laughs> All right, the opening uh, match of the evening had Jake Hager defeating Dustin Rhodes. Now we both picked Jake Hager to win in this one. Yeah, and um, but I I have to tell you it it was. Some of, some of the stuff was just very, very odd about what happened during uh, the entrances to that situation. Yeah, well, Jake Hager, uh, that was so weird. Apparently, he had, his, his wife was at ringside. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was like, you know, don't get me wrong, she's beautiful. I mean, absolutely. But what was what was with the pornographic makeout se- makeout <laughs> session and and the and the, and the cameraman's voyeuristic obsession with it? <laughs> I mean, not not only not only did they show the one time, they sh- they showed it again as if it was a highlight of the match. I know, every, every I, I know right? What's going on? <laughs> All right, so so far it's uh, the score is two and one. But um, but in terms of the actual uh, in terms of the actual match, um, you know, I um, I'm just not I'm just not sold on uh, on Jake Hager in AEW, but he definitely he definitely needed um, this win. I w- I would have um, I. So I'm not surprised, but I just I'm not really a fan of his. Yeah, like I was uh, telling you, uh, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks he's boring. I and it, I guess it's not not his fault because just, he looks like a stud, but it, it's just like hard to invest in him when when it's like we haven't seen him in the ring until last night. So I don't know. Then we had the returning Darby Allen uh, defeating Sammy Guerrero, getting his payback uh, for Sammy uh, crushing his throat with a skateboard. Yeah, once once again, this was uh, this was sensical, but I was surprised. I was not, I I wasn't expecting um, Sammy Guevara to uh, to lose. However, I um, I. I, I like Darby Allen a lot, so I'm not like dis- disappointed. I'm not even disappointed with Sammy Guevara's performance. I thought they, they both did. Um, that was pretty, a good match. Yep. I, yeah, 
and, and it made sense with the you know with the with the introduction of the skateboard and stuff like that. I but I was I was legitimately concerned for Darby Allen's health because when he went for that um for that uh, tope through the through the ropes, like his his foot got caught and uh, like he completely missed and hit his head and like you know I just wow it was just like holy shit you know um but these they had a really good match overall and um the the table spot with the uh 630 you know oh my god that that looked like it really really hurt i mean obviously but holy crap um yeah, but they um, they definitely delivered a um, what I thought was a, was an extremely good match. All right, next we had the AEW Tag Team Championships: Adam Page and Kenny Omega defeating the Young Bucks. Now we both picked the Young Bucks, and we we're both wrong. Um. Well, let me tell you something. This this match was awesome, and I I was. I was very surprised that um, that they that the young bucks actually actually won, and we did not see the um, won. The, what are you talking about? Then they lose. They they lost. No, no, I, no. I was very surprised that the that the um, that that the young bucks lost. That's what I meant to say. If I oh, okay. if I said if I said something. No, because you had said that you were surprised that they won. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, no. If that's what I said, then I misspoke. Um, but um, but yeah, I um, the the way it was it was being played out throughout the match, it was like um the you know the young bucks were the heels, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I was just I. And if you if if you remember during our prediction show, I actually said that I, I would prefer if the young bucks were the ones that were to turn heel. Um, mm-hmm. So from that perspective, I was I was happy, um, but um, I would have I would have expected some sort of uh, post match attack if that were the case and. And since they didn't win, I, I would have expected the the, uh, the breakup between um, between Hangman Page and uh, Kenny Omega. So I'm I'm surprised that that didn't happen. So I'll be very interested to see where they go if they continue with this alcoholic storyline. Then we uh, get the. AEW Women's Championship: Nyla Rose defeating Chris Statlander. This match was terrible. This match was terrible. Absolutely. We both picked Nyla Rose. Well, at least we got the result right. <laughs> but um, but this, I mean, this match was just terrible. Um, and I think um, I think a lot of it has to do with Nyla Rose, because you know. You take everything away from her. Like I said, all the politically motivated stuff and the controversial and the transgender crap, you know, I, I, I don't hold anything against her for that. I think her getting attacked for that is complete bullshit. Um, but um, but as, a, as a wrestler, she just – she needs considerable, considerable work. I mean, this match was just absolutely – 
painful to watch and for the vast majority of it other than other than the spears and ropes that she hit on um statlander i thought that was a well executed spot but you know just just in terms of having to hear um the uh the announcers try to sell it as there was botch after botch by uh nyla rose it's just it's it's bad so i definitely see a lot more potential in uh chris satlander for sure next we had this was a great match mjf defeating cody um and and i actually had cody um so i was we both got that wrong I was pleasantly surprised by the fact that they're, they're going to continue it, but I, I really would have, because uh, I, re- I think I think them continuing the, the feud is excellent storytelling. Um, it's just the way that they were selling it, you know, throughout the whole lead up with, you know, you gotta, you gotta win the cage match. You gotta, you gotta take the lashes and the emotion behind the, the, you know, the 10 lashes segment, I really would have expected the payoff. However, I have to tell you, with with him taking the loss and the amount of emotion that he showed after the fact and, like, and, like, being, like, really affected by it, I'm I'm very, I'm very on board with this continuing. I'm, I'm very excited to see where they go with it. Okay. Then we had Pac defeating Orange Cassidy. Let me, okay, I have to apologize to Orange Cassidy. I have Uh-oh. to. Eat, no, no, no. I have the. I have to. Eat, I have to eat crow on this one because you know I thought that the whole gimmick was kind of kind of stupid. I, uh, you know, obviously I knew he was freakishly athletic if he could do that stuff with the hands in the pockets and stuff like that. But, um, you know, personally, I had ne- I had never seen uh, Orange Cassidy outside of AEW, so I had never seen him outside of this gimmick, so I wasn't completely sold on him. However, after that match, I'm, I'm sold. You, you know, you got me. Um, well, yeah. gonna, I have to tell you, during the Darby Allen semi Guerrero match, I had that playing on my iPad, but I had my computer open because I, I was on YouTube and I wanted to look up Orange Cassidy. So the whole thing in this pot, Hanson is thing, he he he's done that outside of uh outside of AEW. He was already doing that whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but but uh, it's uh, the same of uh, a lot of the same stuff that we saw that we saw on Saturday night with all those crazy moves that he did. Well, he he def he definitely um, he definitely earned my respect on that one because um you know I expected Pac to win and it made perfect sense that he did. Um, but I think I think Orange Cassidy um came out the bigger winner on that one because he you know. He proved something not only to me, but I think to the larger audience as well. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we have the main event. John Moxley defeating Chris Jericho to become the new AEW World Champion. This match was awesome. Awesome. I mean, I watched every single bit of that match, and I was absolutely hooked. 
um, through the entire through the entire thing. So, uh, same thing with uh, with Young Bucks versus um, uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. I thought uh, I thought those two matches were just um, really like, really really great. Um, and uh, I was reading uh, where uh, Renee Young was backstage uh, visiting. And I love how people are all of a sudden, they're like, oh, she's going to get in trouble. Or AEW. Like, you know what? Well, it's like, you know, you can't really knock her for that. It's her husband, for God's sake. No, no, I'm saying, saying, like, fans are just so, uh, you know? Yeah, about the the Cretans and and the morons and just... The whole thing from the dirt sheets and oh my god and whatever the hell. Yeah, you know, Dave, Dave oh, Meltzer. I I dislike Dave Meltzer so much. So do I. Uh, you know that, and that's part of the reason why. You know, I I mean I told you this all you know before, but that's part of the reason why I left our previous employment because, you know, Dave Meltzer was considered the go-to source, and I'm like, this guy's a moron. <laughs> yep. All right, so let's take a, let's uh, total this up and see what we have here. All right, Ben? The, yeah. to- the totals are in. What happened? It's tied at four. We both got four predictions right. Well, at, at least, uh, at least, at least we're both semi-intelligent, and uh, you know. <laughs> but, but next time, next time, I'm coming for your throat. Oh no! no. I'm gonna get a victory. God damn it! God <laughs> <laughs> damn! <laughs> All right, we need to be into Monday Night Raw. Absolutely. Let's go. So let's take a look at Monday Night Raw. We're going to do the high points and low points. And then uh, so we move everything wrong. Yeah. All right. So uh, what was your highlight? What were your high points of Raw? So um, most most importantly for me was the um, was the stuff with, with Randy Orton. I thought that was... Um, uh, really well done, okay. and uh, and then uh, the uh, the stuff with um, with like Owens getting getting really pissed off. Um, I thought um, I thought that was great because um, um, well, the, actually, you know what? Um, as great as as Kevin Owens has been. Um, and I think he's been one of the high points along with Orton. Um, you know, it's just I expected I expected Orton to win, which he did, but um, I just um, <clears throat> so at least he got the uh, 
the home country moment, but I, I just think it made uh, it made um, Orton look a little bit weak. And then the other the other um, high point for me was. Uh, um, but the but the other the other high point for me is is always um, like Paul Heyman's uh, interactions with people. So the fact that he was having um, all all that promo time with uh, Drew McIntyre, I thought was really cool. Okay. Um, for me, um, yeah, the high point was uh, the Randy Orton, all the Randy Orton's stuff. Yeah. The low point for me was our truth and uh, Bobby Lashley. Oh, it, it's so stupid! It, it, it really, it really is. I mean, you know, it's just why. Yep. Like I just, I, I need someone to help me understand. All right, so that's somebody at Rob. Basically, uh, is there anything else that? Stood out. Um, well, I no. I mean, I mean, I I, I thought I thought it was a, a decent show, but I I don't think that um I, I don't think that it was like as good as what I, what I'm reading on on this particular um, site here. I, I think. I think that these these people are a little bit. Into but actually, the actually one of the one of the low points for, for for me is just the whole um, Eric Eric Rowan thing because I oh. just I don't give a damn. Yeah, and um, you know, and 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 black having this. You know, having to, uh, you know, give him his his comeuppance after um, taking the taking the beating from the OC. I just I didn't like that. Yeah. And I did. I don't. I didn't like the Liv Morgan part of the elimination chamber signing. Are you I, like the, you like the contract signing? No, no. I said I don't. The, the only part that was that was like semi doable for me was the part with Shayna Baszler, but other than that, it's like, you know, what 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 do you know the majority of these women? What did they do to earn an opportunity to, to be in the um, elimination chamber? I just okay. I don't understand it. Okay. So, so yeah, that was a low point for me as well. All right. Okay, so that's some money and rough for this week. Uh, now we're gonna move on to AEW Dynamite. Cause I'm TNT, I'm dynamite. TNT, and I will not fight. TNT, I'm a power load. TNT, watch me Once again, this was definitely uh, this was definitely one of my uh, fun parts of the evening. So, once once again, Elio, I appreciate you falling on the blade for me and uh, giving me some really good stuff. 
Now, um, I'm gonna give you my high point here. Uh, they can't even make a park match. Uh, yes, and um, I think I think both of the matches that we saw um, from from Park uh, this week are uh, match of the year candidates. I want um, from uh, from what I've heard about. Um, the match on Dynamite, and as I was telling you off the air, I didn't have a chance to see that match in its entirety, um, other than a few highlights because I've, I've been having uh, remote issues which prevented me from watching um, Dynamite and NXT this week. But from what I've seen and heard, I definitely want to come back and uh, take a look at it because it seemed pretty good. And I, I, I heard it being uh, called a match of the year consideration. And if that, and if that's the case for the one on dynamite, then I would have to definitely give the same, uh, the same consideration for uh, Pox and Orange Cassidy's match at uh, at Revolution. Okay. And my low light is going to be. The best friends versus Blaine the Butcher, and um, the four-way women's match: uh, Hikaru Shida defeating Big Swole, Shanna, and Yuka Sakazaki. Well, you know, and, and it's interesting because I, you know, I would have to agree with you. Um, just like I said, I didn't see it, but the, but the thing, the thing is, I feel like. AEW just has such a weak women's division, and it's just like every match you can just like pick something out and be like, "Oh, this this is this is really bad." So I I don't know, um, I don't know what they can do to fix it, um, but um. But definitely, they need to put some time in and and stop. I would stop featuring it so much because it feels it feels like by them featuring it so much, they're forcing it, and it's 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 making the company look bad because it's like that's like a like a glaring area of concern. Okay. And so, um, pretty much, uh, that's uh, AEW um, for this week. This was a go home show for Saturday Night's Revolution. Um, the the women's match was basically the main event portion because uh, the show was uh, kept off by a weigh in for the John Moxley Chris Jericho match. Right. And um, how did uh, how did that go? Did you like Did you like it? I thought it was just another a creative way of AW to uh, for Moxley and uh, Chuckle to get at each other before their match. You know, well, well, I'm glad it wasn't another contract signing. No, I like that was uh, that was a uh, that was a good thing. They, like it wasn't a contract signing. It was uh, this was different. Yeah, although you know when um, the last time Jericho had a contract signing, I thought. That was the best contract signing I've seen in a dog's age. But at least, um, you know, because he had the Halloween suit on and the delivery was just <laughs> yeah. really cool. Um, but um, but I'm glad that they did something different because as as we saw on Monday Night Raw again, 
the contract signing thing is just so overdone. It's like, oh my mm-hmm. god. Yeah. All right. So, see, W Dynamite, the Go Home Show for AW Revolution. We are going to take a break and then we will be back with NXT, Friday Night SmackDown. And then, Ben, we are going to fire up the DeLorean. I have a special event that I know you are very familiar with. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to let it be a surprise. Oh, cliffhanger. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. So, we will be back shortly. Jim, we are back. Ben, are you all refreshed? Yes, indeed. All right, so we're going to get into our NXT review now. I know you said uh, you you were unable to watch it because uh, you were having issues with your remote control, so I will take NXT as well here. Absolutely. Thank you. NXT opens with Cameron Grimes defeating Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, bo- oh boy. I know. I'm still not seeing it with this Cameron uh, Grimes. Really? Um, yeah, I, I disagree with that creative decision. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, wow. That, that's, that's very shocking to me. What yeah. the hell was that? I mean, well, then we had Zaya Lee defeating Mia Yim. I liked this match. I'm at the end. Um, I, in fact, uh, Mia Yim had this match won. However, it was the Kai coming out. So, okay, so, so the, now the result makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The Kai came out from the distraction, allowing Zaya to roll Mia Yim up from behind for the three count. Then we had Tommaso Ciampa defeating Austin Theory, and at the end, it was Johnny Gargano uh, getting involved yet again. Of course. Then we had Killian Dane defeating Bronson Reed. Well, no shit. Okay, I have a question. What do you think about this Bronson Reed uh, guy? I, I think he's just he's just like the the ultimate uh, jobber in, in NXT. I mean, he's like. He's why, like, why is he even on NXT main? I don't understand. I, I don't know. It, it's like it's like him and Cassie Asono are like the resident jobbers on you know NXT. I'm not sure. It's like, uh, and you know, I'm not really seeing it with this Austin Theory guy. What do you think about this guy? Um. Well, I uh, I had I had I hadn't seen him yet because I I had I've had. Something, something going on the last number of weeks. So once I, once I fired up. Uh, oh, so after... you, you've never, you haven't seen him yet. Right. Oh, okay. No, I thought you'd uh, maybe seen him uh, before, like on an earlier episode of NXT. Okay. All right. Then we had the grizzled young veterans defeating the forgotten sons. I, I really like the grizzled young veterans. So I'm, I'm 
happy about that. And I think I think the Forgotten Sons have potential, but for some for some reason they're always like designated to take the loss, and they're and they're like forgotten. First, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the name fits them, right? They're, you know, they, they, they seem to have been forgotten. Pardon the pun, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then in the meantime, there was Charlotte Flair defeating Bianca Belair. Oh, they had Charlotte Flair on NXT. I'll have to. I'll yes, have to, yes. I'll have to take a gander at that one. Was that was that a good match? Uh, that was a good match. Um, I th- I thought it was a good match. And it's always good to see like Charlotte Flair on uh, NXT. Yeah, I, I definitely want to take a look at that one now for sure. Okay, and then now we are going to move on to the crappy part of the show. I'm, yes. so, I, I'm sorry in advance to all the listeners. Well, I, th- I, think, they're, I think they're going to in- enjoy my take because I, I, can, I, I cannot believe what I saw. I, you know... Yes, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host has been waiting for this, so let's get into this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? so pissed off I can't even like that whole display was absolutely disgusting singing brother okay okay well hold on because because ladies and ladies and gentlemen as 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 you probably well as you should have figured out by now I'm in, I'm in the US and Elio is in Canada which means I I get um I get SmackDown before before Elio does. So wait, I was wait, hold on. What are you talking about? Because I had seen it before you did. You said what it hadn't. Time? You had. What, what time is it on for you? What I I see it on um, at like eight. But for some for some reason you said you, it hadn't aired yet. So you were not you were not aware of of what I what I was. Um, what I was looking at. No, no, it's my dinner is at eight o'clock here for me. We're on no, the same time zone. I know, but for, for for but for some reason, you said you hadn't seen it yet, so I saw it first. Oh well, yeah, yeah. This is for me. I, I started watching it, but I'm like, you know what? I just can't. So, um, but anyway, so I'm I'm messaging Elio like, what's going on? Because I just can't contain myself. And he, he, ben was ready to do some uh, bodily harm of some sort to himself over the show. I just, but, but, but in all fairness, you had the same reaction I did. So let, let me let me just let me just jump in, and I swear to God, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna review the entire Super Showdown. I'm not even gonna hardly discuss no, it. Because, go ahead. Because I find it disgusting. But however, the fact that Bill Goldberg beat Bray Wyatt in in, in three minutes. Three minutes. Wow. Is is absolutely 
fucking embarrassing in the highest order. That is, like, literally, ladies and gentlemen, when, when, um, when the Fiend lost to Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell, I thought that was as low as we could go. I really did. Uh, this is very, very well for, for me at least, the worst creative, um, you know, bullshit, uh, you know, like WWE doesn't care about their fans at all, uh, thing that I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, you know, because for me, uh, the, the Fiend is one of the cooler characters I, I, I've seen. Uh, and I, I admit, I, I, was, I was dubious at first. I've said on the podcast that when, uh, when they first started airing those uh, promos, I was like, what am I looking at? And then they, they did the muscle man dance, and I was like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this, this, this Okay, is. I, I have to say that was terrible, though. Come on. Uh, yeah, it, it <laughs> was. So I was, I was extremely dubious, but I, I, I remember telling you, you know, if if they do this right, this could be really, really cool. And and luckily they, well, at least they started to do it right, and then it all went to hell in a handbasket. Um, but the very fact that that Goldberg would defeat Bray Wyatt in three minutes at fifty three years old and not even be able to get him up. You know, it just—it looked disgusting. You could see um, why his facial features. He—he he was thinking like, why the fuck did I come to Saudi Arabia? Why the fuck am I employed by WWE if this is gonna be the case? And um, you know, I don't blame him at all. That was—that was the most disgusting display of a money grab that I have ever that I have ever seen in my life, and and it really fits. Because if you, if you think about the Saudi Arabia thing, um, but it to me that was the biggest, um, you know, fuck you to the fans that I've ever that I've ever seen in my life. That they they only care about the bottom line, um, you know, because you know I guess Bill Goldberg means money to Fox. I I don't I don't know. I mean, there there is not one single redeeming quality to this decision. It just it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's disgusting. So uh, I have a question: How many how many people do you, do you think a lot of people really watch uh, these shows, the showdown or whatever crap that they call it? I don't I don't know, but all all I heard. And like I said, I didn't. I didn't watch it because I'm not no, going to. I. Okay, but all I heard, even after the you know the bullshit that was that decision, was that the crowd was going increasingly dead, you know, throughout throughout the evening, and the whole thing was just a clusterfuck. Which which just oh. ba- just based off of. The fact that Bray Wyatt lost to Bill fucking Goldberg, nothing, you know, it's just ridiculous. But okay, so so with that as a backdrop, 
I would now like to explain why SmackDown had me as the most angry that I have ever been at WWE in my life, outside of the fact that they put Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia in the first place. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Ben was hulking up. <laughs> let, let, okay, I'm, I'm just going to take it from the, the jump, okay? The, the show starts with, you know, you know, highlight packages and blah, blah, blah of the, of the Roman Reigns uh, and, and Goldberg thing. Mm-hmm. And then within five minutes, we, we hear Michael Cole justify this result and the fact that Roman Reigns earned this opportunity. Uh, you know, excuse me, uh, did he go through... Um, did he go through uh, the the elimination chamber to win? No, he that was the opportunity. What he was anointed. Let me, let me, like okay, he maybe he didn't use those words in particular, but what he did say was that was that Roman Reigns is is the right decision because because and this was the justification that WWE used for this. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Because his picture, the, the picture of Goldberg earned earned like eight hundred and fifty thousand likes on Instagram. The picture from uh, like it, it was just like what in the hell is going is going on here? Um, and mean meanwhile, meanwhile the entire crowd is literally like. Just raining down booze, the likes of which, um, you know, I've I've never seen in my life. Uh, the the exact. Let me see if I can find. Uh, well, I'm not going to do that right now, but I'll I'll send you the the exact quote. But the justification for for um, you know for this was that was that was exactly what I said and. Literally, the crowd is just going absolutely ballistic, and and justifiably so because this was this was terrible. Um, and uh, you know, Bill Goldberg, I, I believe he, he was actually shooting. He was laughing at the crowd and just like walking around and being like, you know, it's not about who's last; it's about who's next. And then Roman Reigns comes out. And um, and and it's just like that's that's when um, that's when Michael Cole um, you know said, said that 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 Roman Reigns had you know had had uh, this is why Roman Reigns is the number one contender and the entire thing is just what in the hell are they doing? This entire episode of of SmackDown just just indicates to me that they don't give a fuck. Talking talking about WWE, they don't care about the build. They don't care about anything making fucking sense. They they just want their money, and they think WrestleMania is going to sell itself. 
they they took the belt off of their best character six weeks before WrestleMania simply for what reason? None other than the Roman being Reigns consistent boner that that uh, Vincent Man has for him. I I don't understand it. I, I it's it's disgusting. And uh, there's uh, actually two uh, chamber matches. There's going to be the women's chamber match to decide who's going to face Becky Lynch in the tag team. There's not even going to be a, another one. Well, and, and exactly, and and I I wasn't I wasn't a fan of 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 the men's you know reported lineup for the men's uh, chamber match to begin with. But however, I cannot. I it's almost like I can't breathe. Like I can't <laughs> I can't get through this review because I'm just so. You need, you, need, you need need a bag. You're not gonna hyperventilate, are you? I'm just like, I'm gonna hy- hyperventilate. I'm but, here for you. Breathe. But it's just, it was the most disgusting, politically motivated money grab that I've ever seen. Um, and I'm, I'll, and I'm not just talking about the the the, the Roman the Roman Reigns thing. Um, the fact that Roman Reigns versus Goldberg is going to main, main event the WrestleMania over over Bray Wyatt is just absolutely Ooh, ridiculous. That's and, terrible. And, 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 I thought, and, uh, hold on, I thought it was going to be Drew McIntyre that was going to main event. Well, well, and, and that's that's what well, and that's what I, what I wanted. That was a good point, and reportedly. Um, but but the fact that Bray Wyatt's not going to be the champion at all and not main event with with the title um, is ridiculous. Um, and 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 not, and not even what you said, Drew Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar is what Paul Heyman reportedly wanted because it makes fucking sense. You know the, these these people are you know Roman Reigns is so forced it's just. Ridiculous, and to the point where it's like I almost feel bad for the guy behind the character too, because I think I think he's a solid dude. I don't, you know, I don't think uh, there's anything uh, particularly bad to, to say about him, other than the fact that he's this generation John Cena, and his his move set sucks, and you know the like I said, the constant the constant boner that Vince McMahon and the other creative uh, decision makers have for him. But uh, to me, this is like the biggest insult ever that that Bill Goldberg is going to be, you know, main, event, main eventing WrestleMania. It's can, just, can, can I say, do you remember in 2002 when uh, Vince brought the NWA win? Yeah. He said he was injected WWE with a lethal dose of poison. Well, that's exactly what he's doing. He, he, Vince is a poison. Later. He's injecting it with himself in the, in the I, stupid uh, position that he's in, and not wanting to listen to people. But I mean, I I am like in awe of the of of the stupidity behind this decision. And and if if, if you want to get if you want to get even further, right? So th- this. 
let's take a let's take a break from Goldberg versus versus Reigns and and move on to something else that is almost as equally disgusting to, to me. Okay. And put and politically motivated and just complete bullshit. Uh-oh. Keep, keep in mind this week's episode of of SmackDown emanated from Boston. Yep. And and we had we had a tag team match that was that was Lacey Evans and Naomi versus versus Bailey and Sasha Banks. Now a logical person after after the prom not even with with uh, with Sasha Banks being in Boston, that should have spoken for itself. But the fact that Sasha Banks made that made her return and there was the, there was the, the big pop and Bailey was out there going nuts and I I hope we do get Bailey versus Sasha Banks at Mania. That would be cool. But um but the whole but the whole thing. So they had they had like I said um. Bailey and Sasha Banks versus uh, Naomi and Lacey Evans in Boston. Did did they get the victory? No. Lacey <laughs> Evans got the victory. For what reason? For, in what world does that, does that make the, any sense whatsoever? I am just mind-boggled. And then, oh, no. and then... Even after the fact, I am I, I am just frothing at the mouth. The more the show goes goes along, talking about SmackDown, because I also have to see uh, Curtis Axel in, in the ring against uh, against uh, you know Drew Gulak of all people. Or, uh, Daniel Bryan. Or, or no. Curtis Axel versus Daniel Bryan being ma- being managed by Drew Gulak. Curtis Curtis Axel was being managed by Drew Gulak. I, I mean, what? <laughs> what in the hell is going on with this show? You know, I it's it's the worst show I've ever seen. You know, it's the worst WrestleMania build I've ever seen. You know, I mean, just for it. What about this season? This WrestleMania season makes you excited for WrestleMania. Can you can you name one thing that you're excited about? Uh, you know, what what the hell are these people? What the hell is going on? Yep. You know, and and you know what? I I have never agreed more with with Dave Batista and what what he has said for years. Uh, that what what I than I do now because he he has always said what the hell is going on with his company uh, since the PG thing, and uh, you know. And I agree with him. You know, I mean, it's like I'm having to pet my pug right now and use him as a stress ball so I don't, you know, freaking, you know, have an issue. 
He, he's, he's sitting under my desk staring at me, wondering why I'm having a breakdown. And I, you know, unfortunately, you know, and unfortunately I can't explain it to him, but it's just, I would, in all, but in all, in all seriousness, the, the, the issue that I have most with this is, you know, I have always been a WWE fan. Like, you know, I, I've always supported this company and the fact that, that they would just do this to, to us on, on a consistent basis now for years and, and just how much I've always loved it and, and to see where it's at now, it makes me very sad. But at, at, the same t at the same time, I am firmly convinced that Vince McMahon doesn't give a shit about the fans at all. Other than other than the bottom line, now the only positive thing that I can that I can say about WWE as a as a corporate structure is like their donations to charity and their work with children and blah blah blah. But the very and I don't I don't mean to minimize that. I think that's very good. Um, but the fact that they're accepting this blood money for Saudi Arabia, the, and the fact that um, they put no effort into WrestleMania any like anymore, especially this year, um, when there was so much that you could have done that was cool. Uh, the fact that they've destroyed their best character that they've had, and I don't know how long, because. Because, you know, if you, if you thought there was no way coming back from the Seth Rollins loss, I can guarantee you there's no coming back from, uh, from his loss to Goldberg. And even – because, like, even, even having Goldberg uh, – even having Bray Wyatt versus John Cena, like we saw at the end of the show, what's it going to do now? What's the point? I mean, you know, I, I just – I just don't understand it, and it pisses me off, and it, and it makes me sad, and honestly, it makes me so much of what WWE has done over the, over the last several years, uh, typified by the, the Saudi Arabia deal and what we saw this evening, has made me lose respect for it. Like, I want, I want Vince McMahon to go. I just want him to disappear. He could be, I mean, he could be the nicest human being to talk to, uh, you know, nicest human being outside of, outside of this, you know, he could, he could treat me like a king. I don't, I don't care. Like, I want him to, like, go. I, I just, I don't get it. He is destroying something that I love and I have a problem with that. You know, and, and you know you and people can say, "Oh, you're being you're you're looking for something to complain about." No, it's not about looking for something to complain no, about. That's not that's the uh, that's the, the fans online. But you know, excuse me if I have a legitimate you know passion for something 
and and I'm, I'm speaking out about it. Excuse me, I, but I just I can't I can't just sit back and say, oh well, they're doing this because of this, and you know they've given us what we wanted in the past, and why are you bitching now? And I I've literally seen that online today, and it's just like what in the world. But but the vast majority of what I've seen. And the backlash from that, uh, from the Super Showdown thing, you know, and trust me, there was, I've never seen a backlash like, like, I, like I saw for that, and justifiably so, because it was like, what the fuck? I, um, I think I read that they're going back in October. Well, good luck with that. You know, uh, you know, happy trails, and and you know, I I just hope, I hope and pray that nothing ever happens to to the superstars that have to go over there. You know, what I th I, th I think Triple H and Stephanie should just uh, do what they want and forget Vince me what Vince says. He doesn't know anything. Well, and and that's that's the only hope that I have. Is Triple H because you know I think um, you know I I legitimately think from what I, from what I've seen on on social media that Stephanie McMahon is she seems like a lovely person you know out, outside of her character she she really does uh, but obviously her and Triple H have to as of right now have to be the ultimate corporate chill because Vince McMahon is their father and their, or Stephanie's father and his father-in-law and they have to, you know, tell the company line. And at, at least Triple H is kicking ass in NXT. But, you know, you, you can only hope that behind closed doors they're like, what the f is going on here? Because it's like I could, I could legitimately just – Break my break my TV can't like I'm half tempted to cancel subscriptions. I'm half tempted to not even watch WrestleMania because it's like you know what it what I mean. This is disgusting. I mean you know <laughs> so that you know that's my rant and uh, you know I hope I didn't get too too real for you but it's just it it, it legitimately bothers me. Yeah. Yep. That, that's it. All right. So yeah, there's no, there's no, it's no use going through the whole show. The show is just terrible. Oh, and all, all the way through, all I've heard was that it was a pile, it was a pile of dog shit. <laughs> that, you know that that was just um, that was the exact description I heard. Well, Ben. What do you say we end the show on a good note? Thank you, because I, I I feel like I, I feel like I need medication or something right now. It, it, well, we are gonna we are gonna fire up the DeLorean. And where are we going uh, this week? Well, time circuits are on, and away we go.
are going to back to Sunday, sorry, Saturday, February 29th, 1992. Does that date mean anything to you? February 29th, 1992. Hmm. Uh, not that I can think of right now. All right, well, on that date, we are going to the Mecca Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin for WCW Super Brawl 2. But I think he realizes what you said earlier. The longer the match goes, the greater the chances are of him capturing the world title here. And now Race. Uh oh. Race with a, trying to cheap shot here. And he's, he went to the pile driver. And Sting got him. Luger back in the ring with Sting up on top. Sting cross body. Sting hooks the line. And he's he got it. He got it. He got it. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner and new. WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Which was highlighted by Brian Tillman versus Jushin Thunder Liger for the WCW World Light Heavyweight title. Oh, well, well, then now I'm interested. All right, so let's take a look at this card. In the dark match, we had Big Josh defeating Diamond uh, Ellis Diamond Page. Big who? Big Josh. Uh,. Okay. You don't remember him? No. You would know him. Do you, do you know the name Matt Bourne? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Big Josh from Doing the Clown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so in the opening match for the WCW World Light Heavyweight Championship, Brian Pillman defeated Jushin Thunder Liger to become the new champion. Yeah, I uh, I have a special place in my heart for uh, for Brian Pillman, absolutely. Marcus Bagwell defeated Terry Taylor. Oh God, Buff Bagwell! <laughs> Not Buff Bagwell, Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Well, well, well we we know him as Buff Bagwell, but okay. All right. Well, in 1992, he was Marcus <laughs> Alexander. Okay. Then we had Ron Simmons defeating Cactus Jack. Uh, and that's another guy I have a I have a, a sauce I for is Ron Simmons. In the fourth match, it was Tom Zink and Van Hammer defeating Richard <laughs> Morton and Vinny Vegas. <laughs> oh my God, Kevin Nash losing to Van Hammer. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Uh, okay. uh, then we had Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes defeating Larry Zbysko and Steve Austin. Oh, that's interesting. For the World Tag Team Championships, it was 
Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton, the champions, defeating the Steiner brothers by disqualification. Arn, Arn, and Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton, a tag team. That's interesting. I'll have, to go, I'll have to go back and take a look at this. United States heavyweight champion Rick Rude defeated Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> well, isn't this the pay-per-view of surprising finishes? And in the main event, it was Sting defeating WCW World Heavyweight Champion Lex Luger to become the new champion. Well, I, I'll, I'll definitely take Sting over Lex Luger any day of the week. So, so that yeah. was uh, that was uh, Super Brawl two, February 29th, oh. nineteen ninety two. I will no. I in all seriousness, I will have to go back and take a look at that. At least before the WWE Network gets shifted over to ESPN. Oh my god! <sighs> the whole network. Well, that, well, that's that's what I, that's what I'm hearing Vince wants to do. Just stop! My God! Like I don't know what I don't know what he thinks. Ugh. Like you know, uh, Jesus Christ! Well, what can I tell you? That, that that means no one's gonna be watching the pay per view. Especially if you want. I mean, to that, that means no one's gonna be watching the network. Cause, cause just to get the ESPN um, app or, or whatever it is, you have to pay seventy dollars, like seventy dollars, and then and to, then, yeah. To to buy for the app. Yeah. Cheese. So it's just like, oh my god! I mean, the, the, the network's gonna lose so many people. Oh my god! Well, but at this point, it's like, what do you expect them to do? You know, I just, I am so disgusted with WWE on the whole. After what we saw, um, you know, Thursday. Now this is ESPN, right? Yeah, ESPN Plus. The, the, WWE has seven more years left on uh, their on their deal, I believe I heard. Well, apparently they want to shift it to ESPN Plus. Is, so. is, is ESPN, I wonder how ESPN Plus feels about those shows. Well, <laughs> so, well I, I hope to God that they have some smarter people than Fox because, you know, Fox is... I I mean I've never seen SmackDown be this this bad. I mean, but I got I got to tell you I don't I don't know what the fuck these higher up people are thinking, you know. And and it, it gives me no joy to like be like like fuck 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 fuck, you know, or or bash something that I love. It's just I I don't understand what. Is going on. Yep. So, but at least we got some positivity this week with AEW. So I'm yep. happy about that. All right. And so, ways to bring this week's show to a close. Absolutely. I, I need to, like, you know, decompress. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for the week. Um, we will be back next Friday night to preview 
Elimination Chamber. Oh, and, joy. <laughs> and of course, we we'll be back. Um, the, um, the following Sunday. For yeah, the following the, Sunday, because uh, pe from pay-per-views, I think we're going to do them. The well, way, wait, the wait. I'm sorry. The, um, the pay-per-views on Sunday. Hold on. Hold on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so correction, we will be back next Saturday night uh, with our usual PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, along with previewing the Elimination, elimination Chamber. So that is the show for the week. Ben, say goodbye to the fans. Thank you for putting up with, with my rants and, uh, you know, <laughs> Hopefully, I'll have uh, something better to talk about uh, next week, but I'm not holding out hope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for my co-host, Ben Pierce, I'm Elio Canella. We will talk to you all next week.